All right, Paige. Ah. I think I've discovered the secret to happiness, and it can be found in Denmark. Dogs. What? Oh. <laughs> Okay, wait, but I still need to... Oh, it is split, right? Yeah, okay. Great. Testing, hello, y'all. Hello. Hello. He told me that the men of my dreams would be just out of reach. Betrothed to another. Hi, Jess. going how's bruno these days hey there (laughs) we won't talk about him all right Paige. Ah. i think i've discovered the secret to happiness and it can be found in denmark dogs what oh (laughs) denmark oh goodness okay all right so okay do i have to guess i guess you can if you want i don't know i'm just curious to know if you know what this is already Hold on. I'm going to bring up this. Is it a water slide? The secret to happiness is a water slide made of plastic. Ugh. No, it's not. <laughs> I hate those. <laughs> not really. It's just triggering. You're going to type it? Do I have to read it? You can't say it out loud. <laughs> I w- I, well, no, not yet. <laughs> All right. I'm going to show you the word. Have you? Do you recognize this word? Higgy? <laughs> Higgy? Yes! I'm so glad you are not already, like, knowledgeable Hoagies. in this. Hoagies. Hoagies? We have those here. Hoagies? Okay. Higgies. Hippies! I just showed Paige the word H-Y-G-G-E, and it is pronounced Huga. Huga? Hugo? Hugo from Lost? Aww. <laughs> Huga or Huga. I'm sorry if I don't Hula pronounce hoops? this correct. What? Lee? Huh? <laughs> Huga. It's a it's a Danish word. Okay. So I'm sorry, but I'm just gonna do my best. So Huga is how I'm gonna say it. I read a book recently, Paige. Okay. And it was called The Little Book of Huga. Danish Secrets to Happy Living, written and read by Mike Viking the CEO of the Happiness Research Institute in Copenhagen. What led you to read this book, Jess? This seems very out of your, like, why? I was looking for nonfiction audiobooks to listen to while I work because I was starting to run out of podcast ideas. So I was looking for nonfiction, and I found this one. Uh-huh. And um, it was fascinating. So I'm going to teach you all about Huga. Why do you say it's so quiet? <laughs> Because I don't believe in my pronunciation. Okay. 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 In a nutshell, uh, and and by the way, like most everything that I'm bringing to this conversation is from this book. So I highly recommend this book. Citation here. Everything from this podcast, all of this information is from this guy in this book. He did a great job. Go listen to it. Huga, in a nutshell, is like a cozy, safe, content feeling that you get from your environment and like hugo i don't know i don't know how to say Hugo-licious. this delicious hugely active i'm so sorry no i don't see because i listened to the audiobook and i do <laughs> because i listened 
audiobook and didn't read it. I don't know how this is spelled, but he said, Hoogalit, Hoogalit, Hoogalit activities. Why are you laughing at me? There's the lit at the end is not pronounced. It's like hoogly. Okay. Hoogly. Okay. That's how he said it. Okay. That's probably wrong because I can't. I can't. <laughs> there are tears running down my face. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Wait. <laughs> wait. <laughs> that enthusiastic about this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just have one question for you. Are you give me a college essay? Um, listen, if, if this was an audiobook, why do you not know how to pronounce these things? Because he has a Danish accent. Oh, okay. Honey. <laughs> like, why do you not have a Danish it's accent? Like if somebody, <laughs> it's like if you listen to an audiobook by like someone that's like a Russian. Okay. You wouldn't be able to say no, his accent either. I wouldn't. I forgot that he's Danish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is the most unhinged our podcast has ever been, and it's only five minutes in. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you ever just have those moments where you just can't stop laughing? It's like... Oh, okay. Mm. <clears throat> All right, I'm sorry. I'm serious now. Okay. Do you, you don't even know what I said. All you heard was Hugalicious. <laughs> Can you please, please call this episode a Hugalicious, a Hugalicious episode? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, what gold? Oh, all right, Jess, you just made my day. <laughs> that was fantastic. Okay. Thank you. All right. Please, please continue. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, just not expecting Do I need that. to tone down my th- enthusiasm? Am yeah. I being embarrassing? Like, you're being way too, like, that was stand-up comedic, like, gold. It's <laughs> <laughs> just really bad. I didn't say that. <laughs> Roll back the tape. I did not say hugelicious. I said hugely. 
Do you know what yoga means? No. <laughs> you didn't hear what I said. You okay. said something about being cozy. Okay. So there's not like there's not like an an equivalent in the English language for this concept. Okay. But at, in the in a nutshell, it's a cozy, safe, content feeling that you get from your environment and from how did he say it? Hugely. <laughs> I'm not even going to try. Okay. Yep. Good. Hugely activities and good company. Mm. So, I feel like I already knew what this was. I just didn't know it, there was a term for it. I've also seen this word on Instagram, but I always thought it was pronounced hygiene. <laughs> yeah. As in like hygiene. <laughs> yeah, I would never have thought it was pronounced hugely. But it sounds like a hugulation, like a jubilation, a hugulation. <laughs> Yay! Okay, so, okay, picture Denmark. Mm-hmm. In the winter, it's, like, freaking cold. Yeah. It's dark. Ugh. And, you know, we, we're we in America, and we get sad when it's cold. Like, yeah. imagine what it's like over in Denmark, because I feel like it's, like, way colder over there. I don't know. I've Probably. never been there. Yeah. Love to be. And yet, did you know that Denmark is one of the happiest countries in the world it's like ranked like the top happiest country in the world I like based I, off of like surveys or something i, think I don't I know knew that at one point yeah yeah i think i heard that so how do they survive they're hugelicious <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's because they have huga it's because they have huga down to a science okay so we, I feel like we already practiced Hugo. We just didn't know it was, what it was called. And we could also make it better. So we're going to like, today, we're going to learn how to be happier. Okay. By being cozier. I love this. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I knew you would. Okay. This is cute. Oh. <clears throat> That's why I didn't tell you about this topic before we started. Okay. So he, this is like, this is a very short audiobook. It's like three hours long. Like I could listen to it in a day. Mm-hmm. Although it took me a couple days because I was like writing notes and stuff. That's why I have so many notes is because he kept saying so many interesting things that I wanted to bring up. Uh-huh. So normally I would not become, I would not come to the podcast this prepared, but that's why like I have all these notes because there was just so many things that I needed to bring up. Recipe for Huga. Okay. <laughs> First is your environment. Okay, so Paige, if you wanted to have like a really cozy, cozy, like safe, like just tr- like we we would always call these like treat yourself nights or like uh, what was it? What was it, the one challenge that I gave you during like season one or something of Endeavor? Maybe it was season two. Oh, the one day I told you to have a oh like a, a care like a self care night. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah it's yeah. like basically that. Uh huh. Okay, so the environment first. Okay. He talked for like an hour about candles and about lighting. Candle? Yeah, yes. we got that we part down. We love the candle. Ca- there's a candle here today. Yes. Welcome to the candle. What flavor? I mean, what scent is this? A shoe fly pie. Shoe fly pie. <laughs> okay, so he was saying how like they take lighting very seriously mm-hmm. in Huga and therefore in Denmark. <laughs> he said that Danes burn like an insane amount of candles every year. Like their houses are like covered in soot because they just have so many candles. Wow. They don't like overhead lighting or oh, like fluorescent lighting. I hate overhead lighting. <laughs> I hate it. Like right at work, we just got these new lights and God bless the maintenance department because we were like living in a cave. Yeah. So like it's good that we got new lights. But like 
and I'm at work. So it's like, I need a spotlight so I can like focus and just like crunch time. But if I had to like relax in that environment and like, just like hang out in that environment, like in a casual way, mm-hmm. you know, like at home, mm-hmm. if I had those yeah. like blazing overhead lights, I would, I'd hate it. I'd rather be in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they were saying like candles or lamps like like soft lamps just like soft lighting uh-huh they said uh, uh, this is interesting they natural said natural lighting like the sun um mm, they didn't talk about that i guess because like does denmark have a sun they have a sun like <laughs> half of the year <laughs> oh no denmark but um they also mentioned that um non-scented candles are better than scented candles oh like they don't why? use scented candles over there I guess because, like, it's not the scent of the candle that matters. It's the light. I don't, I don't know. Uh, okay. Is there science they like, behind they like, that? I don't I know. He said, he said they like organic candles. Okay. They I put mean, candles in windows. We do that here. Oh, yeah. We got candles in our windows. Our winders. Um, th- yeah, but they said that the, the soot problem is so bad, like, it's a health risk out there. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's a lot of candles. in Denmark. <laughs> wonder if there's anyone from Denmark listening. Pl- uh, yeah, please. Write in. Tell Say us. Hi. <laughs> tell us how many candles you have. I'm like 4% Danish, so I'm allowed to talk about this. Oh. <laughs> Is that how this works? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're an expert. Um, yeah, and then they said, like, you know, if you don't have candles, you can have, like, lamps. The lower the temperature of the light, the better the huga, or the, the more the more huga. I thought you were going to say the lower the temperature of the room, the better. And I was about to <laughs> no, completely no, no. disagree. No, you were about to get up and walk away. <laughs> yeah, it was just like false. I not trust mean. anything else I have to say. No. Yeah, so soft lighting, whether it's a candle or a lamp, like they were just like, he was just saying how important lighting is. And I agree because you're right. Like if you have an overhead light that's just like this harsh, fluorescent, yeah. like it's just not, it's not cozy. No. Mm-mm. Okay. More on the environment, the space that you're in. Um, he's okay. So being at home is like ideal, I guess, but you can have Huga anywhere, but being okay. at home and like having a cozy little spot, like he called it a nook, like a, a cozy little nook in your house. That's like uh-huh. specifically for relaxation and Huga. It's, it's like the rabbit and the dragonfly. Like, yeah. Getting that, like, in your business mm-hmm. is, like, just makes it top notch. Yeah, this is just, like, your special comfy place. It's a safe place. Mm-hmm. Um, he was saying some, you know, extra points for a fireplace. Oh, yes. um, things made of wood. Like, if you have, like, a wooden coffee table over, like, a glass-topped coffee table. Oh, okay. That, like, yeah. things made of wood. Natural. Things... Nature. Yes, nature. Yeah, th- so, yeah, that's actually literally next on my list. Things made from wood, nature, plants, nuts, animal skins. Oh! I... <laughs> what? Okay, that I might have lost you on the animal skins. But they're they're you know but you know what they're going from, for like a taxidermy deer head out of your wall like that no vibe? no like a bearskin rug mm, that okay they're 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 talking like mountain cabin vibes you know what I mean I do but like I I hate I hate seeing a deer sticking out of a wall just like watching okay my well every move. then don't or th- like then don't that wouldn't be good for your huga a stuffed grouse on the the coffee table like. 
What about live animals? He didn't say anything about live animals, but I'm sure that that would. That's very Hugelicious. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Shelves of books. The Mm. older books, the older the books, the better. Yeah. Sometimes old books can be kind of dusty and stinky. But like yeah. there's a part. I'm sorry, I keep adding so many things. I guess he didn't. Well, no, no, please do. Okay. But he I, he, he didn't really say the older the better. He said the cl- like classic books, like the classics. So not like the look of the books, the contents of the books. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Like that makes a hundred percent sense to me in this context. So having, and I don't know how to explain it. So having Twilight on your bookshelf... That's not Hugelicious. not Hugelicious. <laughs> but having, like, Pride and Prejudice on your shelf. Huga to the Yeah, licious. to the max. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, ceramics. So, like, a, you have a ceramic pot, a teapot, maybe, perhaps. Okay. Lots of textures, like, different types of textures. So, like, okay. like a nice fuzzy blanket, maybe, okay. and, like, a... Uh, bamboo placemat. I don't know. Like, just textures. Okay. All right. Then, yeah. <laughs> vintage things. So, like, antiques and vintage and just, like, okay, old. This room is feeling very cluttered now. Like, I'm picturing a place in my mind and you're just adding so many different elements that it's starting <laughs> to stress me out a little. But I, I feel like he only wants you to do little bits of each thing, right? Oh, yeah. Like, you're not, you're not. Like Hugoing in a I'm in a, like a shelf of books and then like <laughs> an antique a store. wall of an antique store and then like a wall of taxidermy animals. See, I'm picturing like a like a like a window a window seat in a library mm-hmm. with like a cozy blanket and maybe like a, a an end table made of wood with a teapot and a vintage teacup on it. Cute. Yeah. I'm picturing a very cluttered mountain cabin, but <laughs> okay. I'll try to tone it down. You don't have brain. to add all of these to your Huga. This okay. is just like things that you, the more po- Huga points, the better. Okay. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, he did mention that you can have Huga outside of the home. And Danes value spending time together, whether it's at home or like at bars and restaurants. Like he yeah. said that bars and restaurants and cafes in Denmark are like... They they will describe like in their Google reviews or whatever like how Huga Hugalit or whatever he said it. I'm so sorry. I wish I knew how to say this word. Hugalicious. The the <laughs> the cafe is like that. Like the more Hugalicious uh-huh. the cafe, the better the reviews in uh, Denmark. Man, like we need that here. Exactly. Like, we have been trying to find the equivalent of the rabbit and the dragonfly, which is like peak Hugalicious. In, like, this area, but we can't find anything like it because nobody else seems to share that mindset. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, yeah, Huga can be experienced anywhere, just depending on the circumstances, and we'll keep going because the next thing, which is possibly the most important part about Huga, is, well, not maybe not. It just depends on what kind you want. The company. So you don't have to have Huga by yourself. In fact, it's better to have it with people, Right. Okay. I feel like I'm, I'm starting to go into, like, speech mode. <laughs> okay. This is your dissertation. So yep. <laughs> Just, I'm going to get my doctorate on Huga. <laughs> so the author said several times about how important our social relationships are 
when it comes to happiness. Like our social relationships have been found to be the key to happiness. So people who hold their relationships with their families and friends in high importance, like are the happiest people. They Mm -hmm. have good, like good work-life balance. Mm -hmm. They did a study or I don't know. Somebody did a study. He was citing this quote, an increase of social involvements may produce and increase life satisfaction equivalent to an extra 85,000 pounds a year. What? 85,000 except pounds. Oh, I was like, <laughs> wait, what? I was like, who weighs 85,000 pounds? No, no. So like <laughs> if you could put a price on friendship, which you can't really, but they were like trying to equate social like good social relationships to the satisfaction that money gives you and they were like eighty five thousand pounds i don't know i just thought it was a weird statistic okay (laughs) danes prefer quote close relationships in which you experience things together with others and experience feeling understood where you share thoughts and feelings and both give and receive support so like having friendships Having- I'm sorry, I'm still thinking about that 85,000 pounds. Is he saying that he would sell his friends for 85,000 pounds? No, he's, he's saying, saying that, that like, you're worth 85,000 pounds. I'd give you up for that in money. No, he's saying <laughs> if you can't if you can't get a raise of 85,000 pounds, if you can get a friendship, like a good close friendship where they understand and love you, that's basically the same thing. I still don't As understand. far as your happiness goes. All right, pre- pretend I never said anything about pounds. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Jess. I'm like off the walls. Tonight. I'm so sorry. Well, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he was stressing the importance of like close, meaningful friendships. Uh huh. He also said that the smaller the group, the easier it is. So he said the best number for Huga is three to four people. And I was gonna say this later in the podcast, but that made me think. Like, this is just kind of a side tangent. Tangent, but why? If the secret to happiness is close friendships with three to four people, why do we as a society clamor so much for like a romantic relationship with one single person? And like, that's what matters more to everybody than anything else. Mm-hmm. Like we should be striving for these like close, like meaningful friendships more than anything. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, it just or struck like, me how like important that is. Right. Or like people that like strive for popularity, like they need to be friends with everyone or like, you know, when mm-hmm. you're in high school and you need to be popular and have like 20 friends. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that's not what's going to make you the happiest mm-hmm. in most cases, according to our friend, Mr. Danish Mr. Man. Mr. Mike something. Okay. <laughs> um. So, like, this is great for introverts. Like, Hugo, mm-hmm. he was talking about how introverts, like, like a, a, a party where you have three to four of your most Hugalicious buddies. Yeah. Like, that's, like, peak Huga and peak happiness, therefore. Oh, yeah, I agree. Because Huga, he said, is, quote, something between socializing and relaxing. Hmm. Which just sounds like heaven to me. Yes, <laughs> yes. And sounds a lot like our gatherings, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nice to have... To be completely, like, genuine and casual and relaxed with somebody, which Mm -hmm. you can only do with close friends. Because if they're not your close friend, then you're going to be, like, striving to be your perfect self. Yeah, yeah. But... But yeah, you yeah, can you can you can put your walls down when you're with, like, your... Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So as much as, like, it's 
it, it's a struggle for an introvert to go out to like a house party with like a whole bunch of people like mm-hmm. having a house party with just a few people and just having it nice and cozy and casual is like perfect yeah um he also said it's important when you're gathering with your huga buddies that there's no drama and no politics like no like th- like the the conversation has to be relaxed and like no like uh hot topics and everybody has a chance to speak like nobody's dominating the conversation and it's just like friendly and inviting and open and welcoming to each person involved now i'm curious are Mm -hmm. the danish people like do they is this a known fact or like a rule like because you're reading this like yeah like if somebody brings up politics do they just go like no becky that's not hugalicious like i mean i don't this is that like just a a standard like do they do danish people just not bring up politics like i mean in the huga zone or i'm just i'm just curious because i don't really know how do you regulate conversation like that i mean i don't know that there's like a hard and fast rule that if you're coming over to my house you're not allowed to talk about politics it's just it's just Because we have, like, very, like, we're sitting here right now, and we were talking about some deep and heavy topics before we talked, and, like, Mm -hmm. maybe that's not Hugalicious, but it was nice to talk to someone, you know, you know, and trust and is close to you about controversial topics. Well, when we were talking about those controversial topics, would you say that we were feeling cozy and safe and happy? No. Mm, no. <laughs> so, yeah, like if you okay, if you if, if, if truly, those topics come up, okay. then your t- your time was just not as delicious. You need to kick them out. <laughs> kick them out in the snow. No, that's not a very good. That's not a very delicious thing to do. But okay, he was saying I don't know if I have this written down. Let me see. Okay. The, the, in, the Danes use huga as a verb or an adjective. So you can say, what a hugely living room. <laughs> Don't yeah. laugh. They actually say this. All right. <laughs> this is like, oh, you're, you're, this was such a hugely time. Like, are they Dr. Seuss characters? <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. Paige, I'm sorry to disrespect. These are my people. I'm 4%. So sorry to disrespect <laughs> the Danish people, but like, I love it. It just seems... Just, I love it. Why can't we have, like, silly words like that? <laughs> I, like, I mean, it's not silly to them. It's just hoogly, their language. A hoogly day. I had such a hoogly day. I'm sorry. Am I being really disrespectful? Yeah, you're being very rude. <laughs> sorry. We have so many weird words. I'm we not going to try to come up with them. I don't mean to so, make fun of them. Americans are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> D- Denmark, like, the Danes have it down. No, D- Denmark knows what I'm they're like doing. I'm, like, ready to move to Denmark. Yeah, no, I mean... I don't care how cold it is. Like, yeah. give me a candle and a book and America's a blanket. America's a freaking mess. Like, maybe if we called things silly names, then life would be better. So you can use it as, like, an adjective. Okay. So this is this is very hugely. Or you can use it as a verb and say something like, come over and hugo with us tonight. Okay, all right. Are you down to This Hugo is something tonight? that only Danes do. Like anybody, maybe anyone around the world could use it as an adjective, but he specified that only Danes tend to use it as a verb. Okay. He also said that it's very hard to break into these friendships when you're in Denmark. Like if you moved, if we moved to Denmark right now, it would take us a long time to like break into a good group of people 
to have like Huga because because the nature of the the nature of how like clo- how close these friendships are means like they're so close that like a newcomer coming in it would be weird for them and it's just like hard to get on the same level as the other people in the group. Does that make sense? I mean, it does, but now they're sounding like cliques. Like, they're very unwelcoming. But I'm sure that the Danish people, like, welcome other people into their house. Like, it's yeah. not like only the Hugies are allowed in. But but it's like you just said. Like, if you have somebody that you recently met and you invite them over, like, you're, there's a part of you that's going to feel like you have to perform. Exactly. Yes, yes. So, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like, your Hugie buddies are going to be... <laughs> <laughs> like your your tight knit group, and then the rest of the world can come into your house, and that's fine. They're just mm-hmm. not on like your Hugi list. Yeah, Huga. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yeah. I mean that's. I mean, America does that kind of like. At least we do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the company. All right. So next on the recipe for Huga is food and drink. Um, you have to have good food and drink in your Huga. Hot drinks, the hotter the drink, the better. Okay. <laughs> you want comfort food. You want it to be simple. Um, the, the longer that it takes you to prep the food, the better. Oh, and so, like, no. if you go out and you buy a store-bought pie, that's not uh, very Huga. Hugalicious. Gosh, why does everything depend on cooking? I just want to break in here and apologize. We are only saying Hugalicious because I can't say the actual word. I can't remember Can what it is. Can you wait till like 35 <laughs> minutes into the episode? This is your that? fault. You're the one who said why Hugalicious. Did you, why did you wait till 35 minutes in Because I this entire time I've been concerned. <laughs> I, I mean, disclaimer, like, I, I'm sorry if I'm being silly and goofy, but I love Denmark. Like, nothing against them. Like, Americans <laughs> are really stupid. Like, and I'm an American, so I'm allowed yeah, to say that. Yeah, there's 0% of me right now that is making fun of this, just to be clear. Yeah, like, no, I freaking like, love this. I fully like, I want to be this. a Dane. <laughs> yeah, no, I fully embrace this. There's a couple things that I know just my personality, like, wouldn't work. Like, I wouldn't want taxidermy in my Hugie. <laughs> and I would, <laughs> I would not... I mean, I guess if somebody else prepared the food, but like if I'm preparing the food, mm-hmm. that'd be hard for me. But if I if it turned out good, I'd be really proud of it, and then yeah, I'd be excited yeah. to eat it in my little hugie. <laughs> so that's fine. Yeah. So yeah, if you he was he was he gave like recipes for stuff in this book, and of oh, course because wow. I was listening to it, like I kind of glazed over that part, but. He was describing, like, these stews that took, like, like 24 hours to make. Mm. And I was just like, that makes, like, that makes total sense to me. Is like the <laughs> Yeah. The, the, the longer it takes, the more love you have to put into a dish, like, uh-huh. the more Huga it is. Oh, you just put your little Hugie in. That's cute. Oh, no, no. That's really nice. What would be your ideal Hugie food? Uh, oh, my... Well, he he also he had like a whole chapter on sweets, like it's oh, got good. like like, I think like a like a freshly baked donut, or like a, mm. ooh, yeah, like a donut and like some hot chocolate. Mm. That sounds good. Nutella. Yes, <laughs> Nutella mm. donut. Yes. <laughs> mm. I'm not a big pie person, just because of my preferences. Like I'm sure pie is like a very Hugo, Hugely food. Mm-hmm. Hugely. Let's just say that. Hugely food. Okay. But um I because it's not like a preference of mine, I don't know how much Huga I'd be feeling eating a pie. Mm-hmm. But if it's like 
a like a donut or a brownie or like freshly baked cookies. Mm. Like I'm just thinking about like a like a win- like a warm winter cabin like in the snow. That's another thing he mentioned, and I I don't know if I I think I skipped over this part when we were talking about the environment. Uh-huh. Um, he was saying that a, a big part of the feeling is the feeling of safety. Uh-huh. So he was saying that if you if there's like a storm outside, like if it's raining or if it's snowing, there's a thunderstorm. Mm. You know how we like that feeling when we're like all cozy in our bed and there's a, a, there's a thunderstorm outside mm-hmm. and it's just like that makes it all the more cozy. Yeah, he said like because we know we're safe in our house uh-huh. and not out in the storm, that like heightens the huga. I was like, man, I just like I never thought about that that deeply, but like that's like a universal experience. Uh huh. That's like. A science. Yeah. Yeah. So if there's, if you're hearing like the sounds of rain during your hugely time, that's like bonus points. He didn't say anything about music, which I thought was interesting. So <laughs> you're just sitting there in complete silence. <laughs> no, he was saying that sound, like sounds are important, but it's like the, the crackling of a fire oh, or yes. the rain outside. Mm-hmm. Um, that those kinds of like environmental sounds are good for Hugo, but he he didn't he he didn't even bring up music, hmm. and I would think that like having a nice like soft playlist in the background would be nice. Like yeah, I mean especially just for people who just love music. Uh huh. Which I mean doesn't mean that you can't get extra Hugo points with music. He just didn't seem to think that was very important. And I do agree that. I almost would ra- like if it is raining outside and you're just hanging out with your buddies and there's like a fireplace crackling like it is almost a little bit more peaceful if there isn't music and you're just hearing that like environmental sound. Mm-hmm. He also mentioned dressing casual is important. So oh. like don't show up to your hugely buddy's house in a suit and tie. <laughs> um, he also mentioned being present. That's an important thing for Huga. So you got to put your phone down. If you're all, if you're with your friends and you're all sitting around oh. on your phones, phones that's are stressful. Too. There's no Huga. Yeah. <laughs> you got to put nope. the phones away. I don't know if, if you use your phone, I feel like even if you use your phone to like take a picture, that kind of takes you out of the moment, mm-hmm. but that's, that's a struggle because I like to take pictures. <laughs> you want to take pictures of be just coziness? Well, if, like if you're having like a nice little get together with your friends, like wouldn't you want like a little snapshot to remember the moment? Like, you want to take a picture, like, right now? I would not call this a Hugo-licious time. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> There's, like, a bright lamp over there. Call Hugo-licious? This is, we're in a basement with, like, sports memorabilia all over the walls. There's no Hugo about this. Well, okay, I have, I don't know. If there is a wooden t- coffee table. I don't know if we're going to talk about this at the end, but what do you do when, like, your Hugie doesn't match up with your buddy's Hugies? It's really bothering me that you were purposely saying this wrong. No, I'm, I'm really not. What is it again? Hugo. 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> if your Hugo doesn't belong to your other Hugas, wait, your friends. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If my Hugo's not the same as your Hugo, Hugo, what do you do? See, the way that they described it, I don't think you could, I don't think anyone can call like walking into like a, what's a good example of just something that's the opposite of you. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. He, th- I, and I'm not even going to try to say the word, but there's a word for the opposite of Hugo, which just means creepy or like scary. Ooh. So like if you're in a room that's like, oh, like dolls, like so- some people <laughs> love dolls 
and that's their huga my grandma she loves her dolls <laughs> and like i don't like dolls and i'm very uncomfortable sitting in a space with lots of dolls staring at me but like that's her huga she loves that okay but the room that we're sitting in now like it's a basement there's there's like cowboys football team stuff all over the walls there's like baseball posters there's like gym equipment in the corner uh-huh I'm not sure that anyone would say this is, like, a Hugo room. Not even my dad who decorated this? No. Because, like, because by definition, Hugo, like, all these things that he was listing, like, the lighting and the the textures and the wooden things, the vintage things, like, it's like an aesthetic. But don't you think that each person can determine what their own Hugo is? To an extent. Like, we all have, like, our own preferences, but I feel like they all kind of have to fit within that basic aesthetic because i mean wouldn't you agree that all of this stuff kind of fits under an aesthetic i mean yeah i guess like a cozy mountain cabin aesthetic but like i'm picturing my like ideal huga and i know that it's not your ideal huga what's your ideal huga like mountain cabin a piano in the corner like an easel on one side like cozy blankets um, I feel like you're, you're you're putting an easel and a piano. You're trying to make this productive page. Like, I can see it already. <laughs> but, like, I find those comforting to, like, see those things. And, like, my dad, with his gym equipment, he f- loves the gym. So, like, he probably finds that comforting, just having that over there. Hmm. That's a, I, that seems like a stretch to me. But why? Because he's a different person. Like, how do you know that that's not comforting for him? Like, for me, like, I love just seeing a piano or like seeing an art like an easel it just like don't, brings don't make me, me joy. argue this I, i'm not well versed in this i just enough. don't understand why you're not saying that like every person has a unique hugi i mean i'm not saying that you can't be comfortable down here or like cozy or like happy <laughs> with your gym equipment so or you, your easel so you think that there's a universal but if huga. you're yeah, like, you can be comfortable, but it just wouldn't be Huga. Like, if you were to go to Denmark and tell people, hey, it's, like, show a picture of this room and be like, this is my Huga spot, they'd be like, oh, okay. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I'm I, just, don't, I, mean I could be wrong, I'm, but just no, no, based on the okay. way he was, like, talking. No, no, it's, <laughs> probably, it's probably what it is. I'm just, in my mind, I'm like, I feel like Hugas should be specific. But, but I guess if it's a shared space... I'm thinking of, like, a by-myself Huga, which mm-hmm. I guess I should think about, like, if it's a shared space with multiple people, then I would want it to be, like, congruent for everyone and not just myself. So, like, if you get stressed by seeing gym equipment, even though, like, <laughs> I love that, <laughs> then I should take that into account when preparing my Huga space, correct? You're just... You're saying that there needs to be a cumulative Huga. I'm just saying that he was very specific about the environment that one would describe as Hugely. Okay. So that's fine. I'm just in my head. I at first I thought that this was like very individualized, but I guess it's it's more about like a universal feeling of comfort. Yeah, that like, anyone could walk into and it would be comfortable. Uh, no, because, <laughs> okay. All right, you know how the Gen Z are so obsessed with aesthetic right now, 
and you'll like be scrolling on TikTok and there'll just be like a video of like a library with a fireplace and like outside the window you can see it's snowing and they're like, I just wish I could live in this moment forever. That's a very specific, like I think you're thinking Hugo is very general, but I think it's actually very specific. And I just said that I thought it was very specific. No, but it's like, no, it's specific. Like it's, you're saying it's specific to each person. Okay. But I think that Hugo is like, oh no, this is not where I wanted this podcast to go. Sorry. I just, I think that you can individualize your Hugo, but it has to be within those, like that, the parameters of that aesthetic. Okay, that's fine. It's fine. It, just keep going. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to complicate things. I mean, I'm not trying to say that you can't be comfy if you like sports. Like, <laughs> that's not what Huga's about. Other words that he used to, like, help build a picture of Huga in the mind is humble, slow, unpretentious, and rustic. So, again, like, that rustic, like, mountain cabin vibe, like, I wouldn't describe this room as that. Just keep bashing in my dad's basement. <laughs> Your dad doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> no. But you, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he ended this book by basically saying that the world, like, the World Happiness Report says that the presence of happy moments is more important to happiness than the absence of negative moments. They're basically saying filling up your life with other like little happy moments like increases your happiness more than you would would realize. And I mean, this guy is like the the what did, what did it say? The CEO of the, the Happiness Research Institute. So like he wrote this what book. A title. <laughs> he wrote this book in the context of like this being the secret to happiness. And I was like, you know what? I really I I agree. <laughs> like I could live my whole life just having like hugely parties with my buddies, and like that that's happiness to me. Hmm. So. I don't know. I'm moving to Denmark is the moral of the story. I feel like that's such a beautiful picture, too, of, like, such a simple life. Like, we try to overcomplicate life, and, like, we got to go to Disney World, and we got to do this, and we got to go there, and we got to go out clubbing, and we got to go drinking, and, like, (laughs) no, like, just grab your buddies and, like, eat some Nutella. Make a stew. Make a stew, eat some Nutella, and, like, cozy in a blanket, and, like, listen to a fire crackle. Like, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, like, I knew that that kind of environment was, like, happiness to me. But, like, I never, I guess I never realized how universal that is. Like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's someone out there who wouldn't be cozy. I hate being cozy. Yeah. Like, but <laughs> just, like, everybody knows that that's cozy. But, like, there is, a like, a science to it. Mm-hmm. At least Denmark made it a science. Yeah. But yeah, I just feel like Denmark has it has it right. Like they're so like everything's simpler and just cozier and they're cold over there but they're warm in their hearts. Aww. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like the pace of things is really important too. Like when he said the word slow, like yes. I feel like our pace in America is so fast that it's hard to slow down and prepare too for these things like it, he makes it sound like this is something you prepare for like you don't mm-hmm. just but you enjoy the preparation of it like that's right. important I think that's the other thing too in my mind I'm picturing this as a space that like you come home from work and you sit in your hugely but he's not I'm so sorry did I say it wrong again um he's saying 
He's saying that this is like. You, you sit in your hugely space. Okay. But he's saying this is more of like an event. The space it's a is a hugely. Your space is not a huga. It's a hugely space. Okay. Yeah. I think, yeah, it, it's something you need to prepare for and enjoy the preparation and not just like get home from a long day at work after working like eight hours and you sit down and you watch your favorite TV show and that's your hugely. Like, that's not what he's saying. It's almost like there's a like there's a level or like a frequency of Huga. Mm-hmm. So like, the more Hugely aspects you have in that space of time, like the more Hugely your time is. It's I, it's, it's it's so hard to explain when I'm like I literally just learned about this from a three hour audiobook. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, it's just in my mind it makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. So my final question then, Paige is. And because he, he had, he had a, a bit about this. What is in your Huga emergency kit? So he talked about having an emergency kit. So he, like when you come home from a long day at work, mm-hmm. having stuff prepared, like a space and stuff prepared f- if you want to have a Hugely time, like whether it's by yourself or with people. So he was saying like having some of your favorite books and like having a blanket Mm-hmm. And just, like, all of this in this one area where you know you can sit and be comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I feel like this is individual. Like, there's things that make my hugely different from your hugely. Right. Within the aesthetic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I know what you're saying. Okay. I just, I, I'm not sure that's what he was going for. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. That's fine. Okay, so what's my Hugel time look like? What's in your Huga what, emergency kit? What's in my Huga emergency kit? Okay, um, it's got to be warm. Wherever I'm at, it's got to be toasty. Mm-hmm. Like, my my temperature is hotter than most people's temperature. Like, anyone that knows me knows this. Like, I, 80 degrees is, like, comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. And so... So anyone in my Hugel space would be sweating. (laughs) 80 degrees and higher is like my ideal. Mm -hmm. So like it would have to be like a warm fire or like a warm summer day or a warm blanket. I feel like if like my ideal Hugo would be like in, in, in like a library basically. And I don't want it to be a warm day. I want it to be a cold day outside and warm inside. Mm -hmm. So I want to be like feeling cozy. I want like a fireplace. I want a nice comfy chair and a blanket Mm -hmm. and like my favorite books. And I have to put my phone away (laughs) and like a cup of hot chocolate Mm -hmm. and a donut. Oh, I love that. Cause yours is like, uh, and my cat, a cold, but warm all and your cat. (laughs) I love how yours is a cold but warm inside day. Like yes. my ideal would be a summer day where I could open the windows and mm. like have the windows open and like be sitting and relaxing with like the sunshine and maybe a little breeze and like hearing stuff outside, but I'm inside. Mm-hmm. And my dog. But I don't want to lose the importance of like your the company that you're with and your friendships. Like obviously, like you can have Hugo by yourself, mm-hmm. but he really stressed like how important those close social relationships are. Yeah. So, what do you do? Does he say like what you're doing with your company? Like 
chit-chatting or playing games? I think you said or... playing games and, like, just talking, eating, and drinking together. Just, but, yeah, just chatting about, like, non-controversial things. Well, thanks, Jess, for introducing me to my Hugie. Yeah, I'm going to be, I'm a doctor of Huga now. Good. <laughs> Call me Dr. Jess. I'm a student of Hugie. I'm still learning. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Denmark, please let us in whenever we want to come visit. Yes. <laughs> please don't hate us. We really are not making fun of you. No, Denmark, you know what's right. I know nothing. <laughs> we just can't we just can't speak your language. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I would be honored to go to any Hugo parties in Denmark. Absolutely honored. Well, friends, go out there, Sally Forth. Or don't go out there. Stay in your house on a cold winter day. Right. Well, you have to go to your <laughs> friend who's hosting the Huga. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or if you're hosting, then whip up a stew, get out the blankets, and <laughs> Huga away. Turn on the rain. <laughs> and don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> <laughs>